everyone, and welcome to episode 61 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. If it's your first time here, thank you for listening. And if it's also your first time listening, we talk on this podcast about video game and movie news and what we played or watched over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-host. My name is Craig. And we're going to go get into the news because we have a special segment alert this episode. You know, where, you know, flares going off. <laughs> special segment alert in big letters. Special. Never before been done. No, this is the first time anybody's done ever a special segment ever, just yep. in general. So yep. We thought it up. Yeah, we're the first ones to do it. So <laughs> we might as well get right into it then. Sure. For the news, I'm going to start off with State of Play is announced for May, Thursday, the 27th. So when this podcast comes out, there is going to be 14 minutes of gameplay revealed for Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. And I will also... I'm going to say that there's probably going to be a release date shown off. Yeah, I would think so. But I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, my my excitement for Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West, and I'm just going to call it Forbidden West from now from now on. Smart. Is going to be based on whether or not I can ever finish the first Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. And right yep. now, my progress on that is like 0%. So yeah. Yeah, I got to I got to finish it. And then once I see that date, I'll have a timeline of when I need to finish the first one by i mean it, it literally sits there and taunts me on my shelf every day it's like hey you should play me but i yeah. after three attempts i just don't think it's ever going to happen so that means i'll probably end up skipping forbidden west unless it's like everybody's like oh my god it's amazing then i'll play both but i just don't have any hope that i'll ever actually finish the first one yeah i need i need to do it and yeah. there's no no which way around it i i want to do it because i want to I, like that was one of the highest reviewed games for PlayStation, one of yep. the best selling, you know, new IPs for for them. So if I can get into it, which even if I'm going to beat it, no, there's no if I'm going to beat it regardless. And I are you going to mainline the story or are you going to try and do everything? I just want to main. I just want to mainline the story. Look, okay. I I've tr I, I'll do the DLC, too, just because it, it's supposed to be very interesting. But. I might only grind when absolutely necessary. Okay. And, you know, I'll probably put the game on easy mm -hmm. so that way I can kind of just enjoy all the story stuff that it has to offer. You know, there, there are certain games where I pride myself in being good at, uh, this is not one of them. I yeah. don't need to, I don't feel the need to have to push myself or do all the grinding stuff. I used to do all the grinding stuff for, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And that was like over a hundred hours spent in that game. I don't yeah. need to do that again. Yeah. I, maybe that's the solution for me. Maybe I do need to bump it down to easy because I would always get to a point where I just felt like I wasn't strong enough and I would just get like rolled by enemies and I would just give up. So maybe that is a solution, even though I don't want to play the beginning for the fourth time. It's just to throw <laughs> it on easy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, the only story that I put down here besides our segment here is that the fiasco, if you want to call it the issue on Twitch with the hot tub streamers. Yes. Um, Twitch's solution was to make a hot tub category on Twitch, which I honestly don't necessarily have a problem with. Um, I think we do already have OnlyFans, and it probably is better suited on there than on Twitch. But I have no problem with them doing it. But what I thought was hilarious is that the top streamer on the hot tub category right now is actually Sea Otters. So, oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's, that's funny. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the irony of all this. Yep. So, I mean, good on Twitch, I guess, for allowing this to continue and just being like, all right, here's the category for it. If you're interested in it or you want to do that, it's over here um, instead of just coming out and like being like, you can't do it. So. Yeah, with when it comes to like the hot tub streaming type thing, <laughs> it, it is a little strange for me. I've right. never really watched it and I usually don't go to Twitch.com to see hot tub streams. Correct. But. <laughs> You know, what they're doing is protecting themselves here because according to the article as well, the reason that they were doing all this is because advertisers were like, oh, you know, I don't want my ad in front of that. So their solution to it was you're probably going to get different ads when you're looking at the hot tub streams than you would, you know, a just chatting or right. any any other type of um, stream for that matter. And that's probably for the best. Twitch ends yeah. up being able to appeal to that and you know i get that a lot of you know women streamers are the ones that are kind of a victim of all this mm -hmm. and because you know ev everything is wrong when it comes to that if you're any way 
sexualized, you get demonetized or something like that, which isn't fair to people. You know, right. that's not that's not really something up for them to control, I guess, is what I should say. Yeah. But, you know, as as long as they can still make money uh, and not hurt anybody, there's no issue with yeah. with the hot tub streams. I agree. So for the rest of the news that I have on my end, it's going to be Sonic Central is the uh, kind of new thing that they're also going to be showing on Thursday the 27th. Capcom announced that it's going to be for the 30th anniversary of Sonic, and it'll show some of the upcoming announcements. I just think that's a... Something should be done for Sonic, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not as big a fan of him, but I know he's a big... He's a, he's a big culture, gaming culture person. Yeah. And he's a figure in a lot of that in, in ways and sometimes only second to Mario. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. He was a big, par- big part of my childhood because I had a Sega and not a yeah. Super Nintendo. So yeah, he okay. was a big part. Yeah. So hopefully they end up doing doing all right by him. Hopefully there's some stuff announced that gets people excited for it. That's a an interesting thing, though, because like if they were to do maybe Sonic one and two, maybe even one through three, because you could do Sonic and Knuckles. I don't know that that's a game you would remaster, you know, because like remastering, it doesn't really improve the game. I don't think it's a 2D. It's kind of like what they do with Mario, right? Maybe you just port it over and clean it up a little bit, maybe the background or something like that and release it. And I'd be interested in that, especially on like the switch or something. Yeah, for me, and I grew up on Sonic on like the Sonic Adventure series, which Mm -hmm. I always thought was fun. And looking in retrospect, those games are kind of jank in a lot of ways and you know, a lot of people hated Sonic the Hedgehog when it came out for like PlayStation and that kind of thing. But I played through all the way through that game and I thought it was fun. I just think that a lot, you know, there's a, more so than even in Mario for Mario. There's two different types of crowds. There's the people that want the 3D, you know, Sonic Adventure type. And then there's the people who want the 2D Sonic type. Yep. And it's kind of hard to, I guess, Capcom really has never found their groove with getting both of those games to be where people want it. If they can announce one 2D Sonic and one like Sonic Adventure type game, I'd be happy just because that means I can, you know, get to enjoy whatever Sonic yeah. comes out for his 30th anniversary. I prefer the 2D and Sonic Mania was good. So, yeah, I mean, I think good. that was pretty well received as well. So they have the framework there to do something good. We then have a rumor coming out that Final Fantasy developers are working on a Dark Souls S game that's going to be exclusively coming to PlayStation Again, Final Fantasy is kind of coming out and showing that, you know, hey, PlayStation's where we're going to do a lot of our business or something like that. And I do believe PlayStation games and JRPGs in general do sell a lot more on PlayStation. So good for them. I'm all for it. You know, I love Final Fantasy and I like Dark Souls. So if it's the same kind of monster design and an interesting story, I've got no problem with whatever it's going to come out of this. I'm actually excited for it. It could be interesting, honestly. Um, something a little bit different for Final Fantasy. I mean, it makes sense to be on the PlayStation. The install base for Xbox over over in other countries is not as high as PlayStation. So makes sense. Yeah. Yep. We have Last of Us 2 getting a PS5 update. It was really only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm happy for it. I will say that maybe, just maybe, I'll replay Last of Us 2. It's a really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I... I wouldn't be surprised if I try to play it again. And saying that, you know, I kind of hope that Sony ends up going back and maybe doing PS5 updates or at least some sort of update on games like Bloodborne or some of their older exclusive titles that a lot of people still hold near and dear to their heart. Because, you know, Ratchet and Clank was old and that got a PS5 update. And it was the same with, I just want the same with older playstation exclusives as well so hopefully they end up doing that i don't know if i'll play through it again when i do get a ps5 but i always wanted to try like the super hard mode i forget what it's called but um that could be a good way to do that super hard mode maybe something i need to try we have to see (laughs) like you die and you have to start over yeah like it's a one life type thing that makes sense that could be fun we what then else? have Nintendo releasing a Skyward Sword amiibo, and the feature behind it made people mad. Yeah. If you've never played Skyward Sword, I'm going to try to explain this without, you know, too much of a problem here. In Skyward Sword, you pretty much have two different, like, areas you travel to, which is the sky, and that's where your hub world is, where you will buy shield, swords, new 
the new equipment in general. And then you have the ground, which is the more um, traditional type Zelda, where it's dungeons, fighting enemies, and whatnot. And the reason people are angry about the Skyward Sword Amiibo is the fact that the feature behind it is it's going to allow you to fast travel between the ground world and the air um, hub world, which makes, you know, that's a big quality of life feature, let me tell you. Like, and you yeah. can do it in the middle of dungeons as well. So, you know, people are mad about it being behind a paywall. To be honest, I'm not really surprised that Nintendo does this. Like, they know that they're... They know that this game will sell, and they know what people will want this amiibo. It's just too bad that because of this, people are going to start scalping the amiibo and holding it hostage. And yeah, in a lot of ways, I hope I can grab one. But I'm, you know, I want to grab one because I collect these amiibo things, and they're really nicely detailed figures. It's just too bad that I'm probably, if I want it, I'm going to have to pay a scalper's fee for it. Yeah, that's the the only thing I was concerned about was the availability, right? If they make a ton of these, okay. But if they make it hard to get and they don't make a ton, then then I have an issue with them putting it behind this amiibo. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I'm sure they'll make a ton, but it'll probably still all be bought up by everybody and held hostage, like you said. Yeah. Now, if you use that, since I didn't play the game, um, if you drop, if you do it in the middle of a dungeon, does it put you right back in the dungeon when you're done? Yep, okay. picked you up right where you right where you teleported off. Yeah, that's a big deal then. Yeah, it is. Uh, and trust me, it'll make it makes the game a lot easier. Like I don't mind the flying aspect mm -hmm. of the game, but it can be very, very uh, like time consuming and a little bit difficult. I'm not the biggest fan of it. Gotcha. Sometimes. So that's what that's what we have there. Uh, and then the only other two news stories I have are Rockstar Games co-founding a record label. It's in partnership with Circo Loco, which is a record label based out of Spain. There's no real announcement what they're doing with it, but the label in Spain is kind of known for underground dance music. So I have a... Maybe it's kind of a leak as to what GTA 6 might... Where it might be, because there's a lot of rumors saying it's going to be Miami-based. Mm -hmm. And underground dance, electric, Miami Vice type uh probably fits that detail pretty well so yeah. i'm just hoping that you know if that's if that's where gta 6 comes out hopefully the the music in there is also really good because gta licensed a lot of its music and it's usually like really good so yeah. hopefully it continues to stay that way i honestly don't care where it's at i just they just need to make one because it's been way too long yep exactly and that's it for news so cool. let's let's jump into the special segment. Oh, that was good. OK, so here's what we're going to do. I have a list. Uh, I compiled a giant list of all the games that are either confirmed or rumored or pretty much confirmed that they will be shown off at E3. So we're going to do a one through five rating system, five being the highest, one being the least. Uh, we're going to do three categories for each one. Your hype level probability that it will be shown at E3 and then probability that it releases this year. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, and one being like not as hype and yes. not and then five being like yes. it's coming out this year. I'm going to write down our numbers for every single one of these and then after we do the uh E3, right? Then we'll see how E3 how recap. see yeah. how well we did. All right, I'm, All right, I'm so going to let's do it. First one, hype level, Starfield. Hype levels one. I okay. don't really care for Starfield. I never played it, so that might be why I'm a little bit there. So Starfield would be for those at home the new isn't that but is it Bethesda? It is Bethesda, yeah. yes. Yep. Space some sort of RPG Bethesda though. And it's supposed to be Xbox only. Correct. Which thinking of that, I don't think I'm at one for it coming out this year. I don't think it comes out this year. Okay. This is kind of the first we're hearing it. So one in hype and then one for probability or no, yeah. for release this year. And what about yeah. probability that it's shown at E3? Something. I'd say four. I'd four. say four. You're going to get okay. a, they're going to get a quick thing. Yeah. Okay. Hype level for me, I'm going to go with two. Um, I don't usually get into Bethesda RPGs. I think probability it's at E3 is a five. I think it's pretty much a given that they're going to show something released this year. One. I don't think it's coming out for another year or two, at least. Yep. All right. Um, next one. Forza Horizon 5. Hype level. 
So this one's tricky. Uh, I'm I'm five. Like I'm five, five for I'm okay. five for that. Do I think we see anything at E3 though? Mm-hmm. Uh, we still don't have any news on what motorsport right. is or whether we haven't or not seen. That's still... We haven't seen anything since they announced the Series X. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we actually don't know if they're still even working on motorsport. Right. So I think that. I, th- I think it's going to be a one at the chance okay. that it gets revealed only because I think motorsport is what they're going to announce next. Okay. And then the chances of it being shown at E3 because they're working on motorsport. I'm going to go with the one there as well. I okay. don't, I don't think we get the next horizon for another two years, probably. Okay. So I'm going to go hype level for me. Definitely a five probability. It gets shown at E3. I'm going to go three. Cause I think they're going to show something. But probability comes out this year, negative 10,000. So one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one would be Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. We did get one trailer already last year. So hype level. So for me, it's probably going to be about a four. I'm, okay. I am excited for this game. Mm-hmm. Something, the chances we see, I'd say another four because okay. I think... Uh, I do think they're going to show something probability. It comes out again. One. I don't think we're going to, I, I, yeah. I don't think we're going to, I think we'll be lucky if it's 2022, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh, hype level for me is a five. I enjoy all those type of games. The Batman games I thought were fantastic. So if this is in the same vein, yes. Uh, probability three, I'm going to go five. Cause I think for sure it's going to be there, but releases this year as a one, because I think they already said that it's delayed until next year anyway, at the earliest. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Gotham Knights. Same thing almost. Yeah, I'm definitely not as excited for this game, so my hope is my hype, sorry, it was going to be about a two. Okay. Mm, probability it gets shown off. I can't remember which one's closer because one game is closer to completion than the other. Gotham I'll Knights say- was supposed to come out this uh fall, I believe, originally. I was going to say, so then, yeah, I'd probably go with a four of it being okay. a chance of being shown off and the probability it comes out one again, because I okay. don't think it's going to come out this year. Uh, hype level, I'm going to go four because, again, I like the Batman games. Um, probability get shown at E3, I think, is also a four. And then pr- probability it releases this year has to be a one because it already got delayed until next year. Um, let me look up this one because... This one is called Codename. The codename for it is Omen. Um, okay. Let me double check and see exactly what it is. Uh, let's see. Because I don't remember off the top of my head. I wrote it down. Uh, but I don't remember what exactly it is. Let's see. should have wrote it down when I was looking at it earlier. Because now I can't find it. Hmm. We might have to skip that one because I don't have any info on it that I'm finding. So let's go to the next one. I'll I'll circle back. Um, Wolfenstein three. I wanted to, I wanted to get into the Wolfenstein games and we tried with young blood uh, with young blood. That was a bad one. (laughs) I I did not like it at all. Right. So I feel like it's unfair to give it a one based off of that. So I'm going to go with a three. Okay. For hype. Okay. I think I think it's going to be five. I definitely think we're going to be shown something at E3 for that. Okay. And then probably gets released this year. That one's tough. I'm, I'm, I'm actually probably going to go on the higher and say it's probably around a four. A four. Okay. Um, hype level for me is going to be a solid four. Wolfenstein one and two are really, really good. Youngblood was terrible. So I'll pretend like that doesn't exist. Um, probability gets shown off. Three. Because I literally have not heard anything about this game until I until the one article I read said that it was probable that it was going to be there. Um, probability comes out this year. I'm going to go with one because I we literally haven't heard anything about it. So I would be yeah. surprised if it comes out. All right. So I did find Omen. So developed by Arcane Studios, um, which is, you know, they have Deathloop coming as well. Uh, new fantasy IP based on vampires so there you okay. go <laughs> vampires arcane studios favorite. yep vampire based game sure i'll go with hype for a four i don't know okay. much about it okay uh probability it's shown at e3 usually when something is just like prot code name or project mm-hmm. this 
gonna say one for the okay. possibility that it's shown, and then one for it being released yeah. this year. I'm gonna go ones across the board because it doesn't sound that interesting to me. I don't think it's coming out, and I don't think we're gonna see anything. If we do see something, it's probably gonna be like a title, and be yeah. like coming in 2024. All right, uh, next one: Breath of the Wild two. This one's tough. This one's really <laughs> tough. What's so your hype level? Hype's a five. Yeah, okay. it's it's Legend of Zelda. Yep. So I'm going to say five there. Do we see any chances? So I think I think yes, I think that's a five mm-hmm. because Nintendo has already said in like previous announcements that you had we had to give them time. And I think we've given them enough time to even show it off or announce it. OK, so I definitely think we're going to see something from Nintendo there. Now, chances it's released this year. One. because i think i think it ends up getting released around the same time as the original breath of the wild did along with the switch pro because i i i still think we're gonna switch pro in 2022 uh i'm gonna go hype level of a two because again i didn't like the first one i think probability we see something is a five and probability it comes out this year is a one I, i i would be surprised yeah uh final fantasy 16 five yep yeah, you know what I'd say? Yeah, we're definitely going to see something. Another five. All right. Coming out this but year. I, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> it's not. I, I'm going to I'm going to give it like a two okay. because there's maybe there is a slight chance that they decide um, that it comes out like December 31st. OK, I'm going to go four on hype level five. It gets shown off and a one that it comes out this year. Yeah. Uh, Elden Ring on the Xbox. Okay, I said got my got my brain rattling around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elden Ring. I'm gonna go with a four. Like it's yeah. not nearly as hype as what what I expect. I think we're definitely gonna see it at E3, so it's gonna be a five. Okay. Chance it's released one because it's not coming out this year. Yeah, I'm gonna go three on hype level. I'm not that excited about it, but five and one as well because they're definitely gonna they have to show something, but I don't think it's anywhere near ready. Uh, new 2D Metroid. 2D Metroid. So I uh, I never got really into Metroid, so the hype for me personally is about a two. Or, no, okay. you know what? Make it a three. Make it a three. three. We'll go even right in the middle. Okay. We then have chances it's shown off. I think another three. Okay. And then I think I'm going to go three across the board. You think they show this off before Metroid Prime? <laughs> I so my my thinking here is that if it's a 2D Sam Metroid game, it's probably a remaster of the of the original of some sort or the past okay. Metroid games. Right. And we already know Metroid Prime is in development like hell. Yeah. So I still don't think we see any more of that till next year and I think that Nintendo has to know that people want Samus or a Samus game. So I feel like Nintendo's going to kind of comp out and say, okay, here's what it is. It's a remaster or a reskin. And there's your Samus. Now leave us alone. Yeah. I'm going to go twos across the board. I'm not okay. that excited for it. Um, I'm not that confident we're going to see something. How about a new Donkey Kong? Uh, I'm going to go with another three there for hype. Okay. I think, you know, probably maybe a four. Yeah, I want to say four for it being shown off. All right. Chances it's released one. (laughs) Yeah, Um, probably a two on hype level for me. I don't really play the Donkey Kong games. I'm going to go three on them showing it off and a one on it actually coming out this year. But this could be something that they announce and says and say, like, it's out in a month or two. I can see them doing that. How about Saints Row five? This has been floating around the past couple weeks pretty heavy. So Saints Row is never my type of game, so it's yep. a one. Or yeah. I never played. I should say I never played him. I'd probably like him if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Chances it gets shown off. I'm going to go with a three. Okay. And then probability it comes out, a one. Okay. Hype level, I'm going to go four. Um, Saints Row one and two are fantastic. Three was pretty good, and then it got off the rails. Um, with four and whatnot and they did from what i'm reading saint row five is supposed to take place after three so that's good um i think it's a four that it gets shown off but i think it's a one that it comes out this year 
Uh, we have Resident Evil Outrage, which there isn't a whole lot known about this other than that originally it was supposed to be shown off sometime around when Village came out, which would be now. And the rumor is that it's going to be on the Switch. And that's pretty much all we have. Okay, that's an interesting idea. I do mm-hmm. know that they released a lot of the Resident Evils on Switch yep. last year into this year. Um, I don't know. I have no want to play a Resident Evil <laughs> game on, on Switch. Yeah. So I'm going to go with two because there's a okay. chance that it's good. A uh, chance it's shown off. Uh, You know, I'm going to go with a five because yep. why not? Sure. And then chances it's released. I'm going to go with a four. I'm going to do the exact same thing. Those were the numbers I was thinking because I don't really want to play Resident Evil on the Switch. Um, I think they do show something off and this is probably it. And then a four that it comes out this year. I think it's going to be like not what anybody really wants, but something to appease Switch owners. Yes. Rainbow Six Quarantine. All right. I really want Rainbow Six to come back into like relevancy. So I'm going to I'm going to say, but I have slight hesitation. So it's going to be four okay. there. Do I think we see something? Yes. I think it's a five Ubisoft conference. They're going to need to show something off of it. Yep. Re- probability it's released, though. I'm going to pu- put myself at a two. OK, I want old style Rainbow Six. I didn't really get into Siege. Um, but I want like that old style, like single player experience. Same here. Same so here. like that would be a three, because if that's what they do, then I'm going to be super hyped. But if it's more like just multiplayer, then I'm not going to be that interested. I think it's a five that they show something. And I think it's like a three that it comes out this year. How about Dying Light 2? Dying Light 2. <laughs> I I really should have gotten into the first one, but I never did. So mm-hmm. Dying Light 2 will probably be where I hop on at. I want to say four for hype. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a, there's a lot of hype for this game, and it's really a cult classic amongst a lot of people. I definitely think it's a five yeah. for something they show off, and whether or not it gets released, that one's tough. It's been in development for years. Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna say a four for that. Uh, for for this that, year? it gets released this year. Yeah, this is a five hype for me. I love the first one. I think it's a five that it gets shown off, but I'm gonna go with like a two that it gets released this year because I just don't think it's going to. Yeah. Uh, this one kind of caught me off guard here, but uh, Sekiro 2. You, you really think they're making another one? Huh, uh, that's what it says. So, Okay, so debatable. Sekiro, <laughs> I, I loved Sekiro, so I'd go yep. with five on hype there. Okay. Chance, I'm going to go with one. All right. Because I I just don't think, I don't think it gets shown, and I don't think it's released. So, yeah. you know, it's a one. I feel like that's a super heavy rumor one. I Yeah, yeah. I... These are this one's a one across the board for me because there's no way it's coming out. I don't think they have anything to show if they're making one. And I didn't like the first one. So. All right. Here's a good one. Halo Infinite. <laughs> OK. Um, ha- Halo. And, you know, I've, I'll get black for this. Sure. But I'm not hyped for it at all. It's like okay. a two. All right. Do we get shown something? Yes. Five. Yep. Obviously. Yep. Chances it's released. This is the biggest question of all. Mm hmm. Five. I think it gets released. Okay. I'm going to go with if you were to ask me like a year ago, I would have said fives across the board, but I'm going to go three on hype level because I'm starting to lose interest because it's been so long. I think five for sure. They're going to show something and I think it has to come out this fall. So three, five, five. Um, I'm going to skip over Horizon Forbidden West because we already talked about a little bit and also it's coming out this year. Right. So (laughs) hopefully. Yeah, I do think it ends up coming out. Yeah, this year. Okay, how about Beyond Good and Evil 2? This one keeps popping up every couple of years. Okay, so it for me, it's unfortunately ones across the board. I never Ugh. played this. I never played the first one. Okay. I actually have no idea what this game is about. All okay. I remember is the demo has a pig in it. it does have a pig. So this one hype level for me is a five. One of my favorite games of all time is Beyond Good and Evil. You should play it. Um it's getting shown off. I'm going one and I'm going one on coming out this year because I think this game is never coming out ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been in development for like over 10 years. Uh, Diablo 4. Okay. It's not my type of game. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with three there because maybe something maybe something changes. the Maybe they change something and it's for me after that. Okay. Chances we see something, I'm going to fairly say certain five. Mm-hmm. And then chance it's released this year. I'm going to go with a three as well. Okay. 
Five on hype for me. I love Diablo. Five, we see something on it because they've already shown some stuff. I'm going to go... I can't remember if they gave a date or not, but I'm going to go two on it coming out this year because I just don't think it's ready yet. Uh, Far Cry 6. Five on hype. Okay. Even though, it do, even though personally, it doesn't deserve it. Um, <laughs> no. Nope. It does not deserve my hype, and I know it's going to disappoint me. But five for uh, five for that. I do think we get to see something fives across the board. Okay, you think it's coming out this year, huh? I think they have to. Originally, it was supposed to come out what the beginning of this year. It was already supposed to be out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go three on hype. I used to love Far Cry, but the last couple haven't been that great. Uh, five, we see something, and I think five, it comes out this year. I think they're just gonna push it out the door at this point. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. Four. Okay. For hype, five something gets shown off. There's a lot of people excited about this game. Mm-hmm. One that it comes out this year. Yep, I'm going five, five, and one because I think they already said it's not coming out this year. Yeah. All right. Um, how about Stray? Do you remember that game with the cat? It's- we know nothing about this game, right? and I'm gonna go with two for hype because, and it's on the rise. Like, put like a little uh, stonks arrow up. Okay. For right, you right said, above my you two. You said two. Okay. Yeah. Put a little stonks arrow above my two, just because we need to see gameplay. I have to see what this game is, and we know nothing. Right. I do think we get shown something at E3, which is I think fairly obvious with that. Mm-hmm. And then I think chances it gets released. I think it's a three. Okay. I'm going to go three on hype. I think it looks cool. I think five, we see something, but I'm going to go one on it coming out this year. All right. How about Pragmata? Pragmata. You remember that game, right? That That's the uh, that's the Hideo Kojima game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Capcom. It's the one where we saw like the video of like the astronaut. Yeah. 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 And I could have, I could uh, maybe, yeah, I might be wrong with it. it's a Hideo Kojima game. I thought I saw be. the. I could have swore I saw Let's like see. the astronaut had like the logo of like the the skull and the head with Hideo. Yeah. So. Yeah, my hype's a five. Okay. Because I, as long as it's not another strand game, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for it. I think, I think, yeah, I do think we see something at E3. I think it's another five, but chance it's released as a one. I'm going to go three on hype because I just don't know what the game is. I think five, we see something. And again, one on it coming out. This game is like years away from being done. Yeah. All right. Um, We kind of talked about it a little bit, but a new Sonic game. Yeah. Um, For me, the hype isn't as right. as hype there. It's going to be a three in the middle. Five, we five, we see something. Five, yep. it gets released this year. Okay. I'm going to go two, five, five, because I'm not that excited for it. But I think we definitely see something there um this one already has a kind of a definitive date but uh how about pokemon diamond and pearl remake yeah yeah we have to they have to show something off so hype hype is a four okay and five for um being seen Mm -hmm. being shown and five for it being released this year okay i'm gonna go three on hype level five we see it this year and we do know it's coming out this year so five Yep. Hellblade 2 on Xbox. Hellblade 2. I never played the first one, even though I know it's like a, fam- a marvel of storytelling, mm-hmm. which I have to play it. I really do. It's very short, too. Yeah, which means I could probably get it done in a day. Mm-hmm. And I know it's I know it's one of the games that you could play. So maybe maybe while I'm in Costa Rica, that's a game I get <laughs> off my backlog. So right now, the hype is probably a three straight okay. in the middle there. I don't know much about it. The chance it's shown five, chance mm-hmm. it's released three. Okay. I'm going to go three on hype as well. Five, we see something. And I'm going to go two on it coming out this year. I think it's probably early next year. How about yeah. the uh, Perfect Dark? Perfect Dark series I never played. If it was okay. just a chance, I would just abstain from it. But one, okay. five, okay. one. I'm going to go three on hype because I like the original Perfect Dark. Uh, five, we see something and one on it coming out again. This is another game. I think is years away from being ready. Yeah. How about, uh, age of empires four, five for, okay. um, we already did see stuff earlier this yep. month, so I don't know how much new stuff they'll show. So I'm actually going to say like a two on seeing something like new. Okay. 
And then I think uh, Chance It's Released. I want to say four. Okay. I'm going to go fives across the board on this one. I feel like it's pretty safe. It's going to come out this year, and I'm super pumped. Dragon yeah. Age 4. Man, we could really get absolutely destroyed by our audience <laughs> for this one. Yep. So, uh, hype for me. Just be honest. You know, you know what? I'm going to go with... I, I liked Dragon Age 3, so I okay. want to say uh, four for hype. Okay. When we see it, when it comes out this year. And if it was possible, I'd put zeros yeah. uh, for yeah, yeah. seeing it and whether or not it comes out. I'm going to go ones across the board. Everybody's going to hate me, but not interested in this game in the slightest. And there's no way they show anything and it's not coming out this year. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not coming out for another five years. Yeah. The Witcher 4. Um, forget yeah, I'd, they... be ex- I, I'd be excited for Witcher. So I would probably go with um, a four. Okay. But we don't see it and it's not announced. So one and one. Yeah. I'm going to go two on hype because I wasn't a big fan of the other ones. I think I'm going to go four on we see something. I think they're going to give us a title. Like one of those, like here's the, the open road and a title and a one that is coming out. And the last one I have is it's not titled, but new Assassin's Creed game. I hate you. <laughs> so... um. My hype, because the story can go a lot of places. I want to say five. Okay. But I'm going to go with one and one for one. And the reasons for that is they've been taking two-year breaks mm-hmm. on Assassin's Creed as of late. And I want them to take a two-year break with this and just change up the formula. Please, Ubisoft, yep. for the love of God, just change something up. Like, with that, and then, yeah, it's not coming out this, not coming out this year. I'm going to go two on hype level. I'm going to go four on We See Something because I think they're going to announce what it is. And then one, because like you said, I think it's coming out next year, not this yeah, year. What, yeah, what time period it takes place in, I guess. Yeah, that, yeah, like the title and, and what where it's based. So based off of me going through and trying to find all these today, makes me feel a little bit better because I know we've been saying that like the back half of this year, there's like nothing coming out really. So if like a quarter of these games come out this fall, we'll be in a good shape. So yeah, I feel I a little so bit too. better now. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I didn't realize that there are so many rumors. Yeah, there's a lot about, about games coming out this year, and hopefully, hopefully, it's worth it. I know that we've now given game studios a year to transition into the work from home area, where yep. you know, as soon as you get into the work from home, now they're probably going back to work with you know people getting COVID vaccine and everything like that. Yep. So good on them, and hopefully, E3 lives up to our expectations. Yeah, and we'll see how we did once E3 is over. Yeah, we will. We'll be live streaming that too. I will yep. make I will make it a point to be live streaming th- for most of it. Yep. All right. So then we're going to go ahead and go into games played this week. Yep. Which for me is Metopia, and I need to talk about the Scarlet Nexus Scarlet <laughs> Nexus demo. It's fresh in my you? mind. I just played the Scarlet Nexus demo. Um, I did play Knockout City, and then a whole bunch of Undermine this week. So we can do the demo if you want to talk about it. Yeah, we can do the demo. So Scarlet Nexus demo, guys, it's only on Xbox as of right now. There is yep. no word on it being released for PS5. Uh, and if I'm being honest, I'm super excited about this game. I did not have a lot of expectations. I thought it was going to be a regular JRPG anime game, which, mm-hmm. to be fair, it still could be. But the the action and the gameplay are so much fun. Like, yeah. I just find myself just having i can see myself just having a lot of fun with this and if you haven't played it for yourself the one thing i will say is you can pick a boy or a girl character but they have two completely completely separate storylines and the girl plays different than the male character so i think for me you know i'm gonna finish scarlet nexus but then i'm probably going to go and play the other the other storyline right away so i'm i really am excited for this game and I kind of feel bad that I'm not going to be in the States for when it releases. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I think that it controls and plays very, very well. I was super pumped with how good it felt. I honestly could not have cared less about the story. Um, I was kind of tuning out a little bit. And also I was trying to skip the cutscenes because I wanted to save that until it actually comes out. Um, But I think I just played as the girl and she was super fun being able to like have the telekinetic powers and pick stuff up in the middle of your combo and like throw it at enemies is really cool. So it gave me a little bit of Devil May Cry vibes, a little bit. But um, 
I think it's going to be a, a very good game. Very good game. I don't remember if it's supposed to be on Game Pass or not. I thought it was. I can't remember either. Yeah. I do know that it was shown off like for Xbox right. when they showed off that trailer. So this is kind of Xbox like dipping their toe and like, hey, maybe if we put some money into some like JRPG type thing, maybe we'll be able to start selling them. And hopefully this game does well, because as of right now, I'm going to get it for Xbox, even yeah. though PlayStation does seem to be the console for a lot of the anime games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm going to get it for Xbox. I want to give it a shot here for them. This could be a a near type game for Xbox, really. You know? Yeah, it, I get near vibes from it story wise. Um, all right. Uh, Knockout City. Um, I played uh, quite a bit of this week. Uh, it's made by EA. It's a dodgeball game. So an arena based shooter, if you will. But it's dodgeball. I haven't played. We've been playing so much Battle Royale with Apex and a little bit of Call of Duty. It was nice to go and just play like a regular multiplayer, like deathmatch style game. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of different types of like dodgeballs that you can pick up. Some are like you can throw three. Some of them are the moon ball makes you jump really high. You have a dodge button, which makes it cool. You can catch the ball if you hit the right button at the right time. Um, it's just very interesting and something new. And I'm having a blast with it. I hope it sticks around. I hope it's not something that like fades out real quick. I don't know how many people are actually playing it because I haven't really heard anybody else say they've played it. Um, but definitely check it out. If you're on Xbox, it is on Game Pass. Um, so you can try it out for free there. I know on PC they were giving like a week free trial to try it out. So they're trying to get people into it. And you should definitely take the time to at least try it out and see if you like it. Yeah, most reviews online have a pretty good of uh, like optimism stance about this game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talked about it and I downloaded it. I just need yeah. to play it now over the week over the weekend here. So we'll definitely have our opinions and I'll definitely have mine and give it and give my impressions on that on the next podcast. Yeah, I'm just I'm glad to see that a game that really didn't have a lot of hype around it. People are like actually liking. Yeah. So that's it's good for the developer and. You know, maybe maybe we can start going back to regular multiplayer games sometimes. <laughs> I feel like we are going to start going back that way and battle royales are going to die off and then they'll come back again. Everything goes on like patterns here. So we're yeah. just dominated by battle royale right now. You know, Battlefield coming out is supposed to have one. Halo is in talks of having a battle royale. So we're, we're starting to reach that battle royale fatigue yeah, and in case you're tired of Battle Royales, maybe you guys can try out Metopia, which is the next game I'm going to try out. Man, that transition Ooh, was nuts. That was smooth. Yeah, that transition was probably one of my best. I'm putting that in my top five. Um, Metopia is the strangest RPG I've ever played, and that makes a lot of sense considering it's like a first-party game developed by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, what I like about the game so far, and I guess what gets me into it is... This game was originally uh, brought out for the Nintendo 3DS, I'm pretty sure. and Or then in, it was like during the 3DS or DS era there. So, and what's nice about this game is like you make your own characters. So if you want to, you can have your family be part of this game and, you know, have, you know, your younger or older brother be the villain. And then, you know, you, mom, dad and the dog are all um, are all like in a party. And like the reason I continue to say it's strange is because these classes are weird. <laughs> uh, there's like a there's like a cat class that's strange. And like everything about this game is kind of like not what I expected out of an RPG, because the game really doesn't tell you what it's like, what it's going to be about. And all of kind of the randomness about it is also, you know, fun and endearing. I really think it definitely does get repetitive in combat because it's a turn-based game. You know, you're, this isn't like persona where you're finding weaknesses and you're get bonuses for that. That's not what this game is. So combat can get a little bit repetitive, but I think if you take a lot of time and put characters you want into the game and like, this is on the person to do it, you'll end up having a lot of fun. You get to like grow with your party and there's like these really cheesy bonding moments between them. And they like to be honest, like they're 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 kind of cheesy to the point they make me grin a little bit <laughs> in a good way. So Metopia is a really strange game. And I think for for what it is, I I have to say if you're looking for an RPG, you you should get Metopia. Hmm. 
Hmm. I can recommend it. It's okay. weird, but I like the weird. I was totally thrown off when you told me you were buying it because I, I felt to. like I felt like this was a game that was like, oh, that game came out. I'll never touch that. But if it's interesting, I mean, that would make me more inclined to at least try it out. Um, it just I, I didn't really see any marketing for this game at all. Um, it just kind of came out unless I missed something. But weird can be good in an RPG, especially if I can yeah. put like everybody I know in it. Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> and you can like make new characters as you go along. It's not something where you make five characters and then that's it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can make five and then be like, oh, I wish this person was in the game. You know, there's probably a point in the game where you're going to be able to make another person and either add them to the party or make them become part of the story. OK, so it's. It's that kind of thing that definitely keeps me interested in the game. And, you know, I I have a mixture of like family members and close friends in my party. So like they're, you know, it's fun like that. You know, I have I've got, you know, one of my friends is the cat class and it's just (laughs) funny the way they act. So it's again, it's strange. It's weird, but I find it endearing. And I think a lot of people would be surprised that they that they would. But the combat, again, is repetitive. Okay. It gives me that gives me flashbacks of when I was younger and like every sports game like Madden, NBA, even FIFA. I would always create teams and it would always be like all of my friends. I would just have teams full of just my friends. And that's what it reminds me of. And I used to have so much fun with that being like, all right, especially NBA. I'd be like, all right, well, I have to score more than this friend because obviously I'm better than him. So that's it's cool. It gives it a nice little personal touch. Uh, we have to talk about undermine. So yeah, you're, yeah, you're in the undermine <laughs> game now. I downloaded that as well. Okay. So we, apparently we can play together. I didn't really? know that. I yeah, did not know um, that in game pass. It is said it's like advertised as a game. I can play with my friend. Okay. So that could that make it is, interesting. Yeah. So me getting into Hades a couple weeks ago, like open the floodgate for roguelite games. Um, because I had not a hatred for them, but just like a distaste for that type of game. I did not like the idea of just r- doing runs and doing the same thing over and over. But Hades got me into it, which it got a lot of people into it. And then I jumped into Undermine because I saw it on Game Pass. And man, I am like hooked on this game. And I don't know why, because it's not the typical type of game I would want to play. Um, I've been banging my head against like the second boss for about a week now and like just today I finally beat it and got to the third area. So I'm, I've been like digging it. It's very like, I don't know, like super Nintendo style graphics, I guess. Um, you're just, uh, you know, every time you die, you're a new miner that's going down into the mines. You're collecting gold first and foremost, but you're finding villagers. And when you do, they go back to your central hub location and then you can craft blueprints or buy different things like to upgrade your attack power or, you know, decrease the amount of gold you lose when you die. Just the standard stuff. But I feel like I'm about to go down this really deep, dark (laughs) rabbit hole and start playing all these games. Like had somebody today tell me like, oh, man, you got to play Binding of Isaac, which I've played before and just bounced off of super quick. Um, But like all these uh, recommendations now where people are like, oh, try this one. You'll like this one. And like, that's good, though, because I've been looking for something different to play. And these are definitely fun. I like the idea of like I can do a run or maybe two or three, depending on how short or long they are, and then be good. So it's like it could be like a 20 minute thing and then I'm out. So I really like that. It makes me even more pumped for um, to get a PS5 now. Yeah. Right. Um, Because I want to play some other stuff there. But yeah, for sure. Undermine is fantastic. If we can play together, that's going to be even better. So super. I think so, too. It'll be fun. We'll have both that and Knockout City to try. Yeah. And yeah, that was yeah, th- those were the two games you played this week. Yeah. Yep. We're going to go ahead into movies this uh, movies this time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I did do a decent amount of watching. Nice. Uh, we both what it's called Day of the Dead, right? Army of the Dead. Oh, whoops. OK. Army of the <laughs> Dead. <laughs> My yep. bad. You got it. I guess like Day of the Day of the Dead is probably going to be what the next movie's called. If it there if is a Day of the called, Dead already from yeah, way back. Right. When. Yep. Yeah, I was just thinking like it's going to be in Mexico City, you know, Ooh, that'd be uh, perfect. D- uh, Dia de los Muertes. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So yep. maybe that's a thing. But Army of the Dead, I watched mm-hmm. the newest episode of Bad Batch. Castlevania season four is done. And I watched the first episode of uh, 
man, I, I, don't, I can never pronounce his name when I need to say it. <laughs> uh, Modoc. Yeah. Modoc. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The Hulu, the Hulu original. Yes. So I did also watch army of the dead. I did. I don't remember if I told everybody else last week that I finished demon slayer or not. And then I did watch the first episode of Modoc as well. Okay. So for, for, for this sake, I want to actually jump into Modoc first. Okay. Yeah. Um, Modoc, if don't, don't go into this series thinking it's going to have anything to do with the Marvel movies. Right. Cause right. it's not, mm-hmm. uh, at least not as of right now. Uh, it's, it's a comedy series is what it is. And it's from the developers of robot chicken. So yep. it's this claymation type of animation. Um, the first episode of Modoc is kind of setting the stage, I think, for everything and what's going on. Um, Modoc, Mo, uh, sorry, Modoc, there we go again, <laughs> is voiced by Patton Oswalt, and I think it's pretty good. Overall, the first episode is is entertaining enough for me. Yeah. Uh, I really don't want to give it like a really high recommendation or a really low one right now because we're only one episode in, and that's usually because they need to like introduce you to everything that's going on. Yep. But this feels like a show where it's going to be here's the hijinks for this episode or what's going on and the solution of it comes by the end of it. Yeah. And, you know, this is this is kind of weird because like Modoc isn't exactly a character I think anybody really cares about. <laughs> but this no. is kind of the best way to, I guess, put him in uh, is who original claymation comedy. And so far, you know, I, I enjoyed the first episode, but I don't want to give it too much credit right now. Yeah. First thing I thought when I started it was, and even when I saw the trailer, I was like, man, this reminds me of Robot Chicken. I used to watch Robot Chicken all the time and not realizing that Seth Green did this show. And then when I got to the end and saw Seth Green, I was like, oh, yep, obviously that makes sense because he made Robot Chicken. Um, I'm in the same boat as you. It was, I had some moments in the first episode where I laughed. I thought it was funny. I don't think it's fantastic by any means, but it's it's a solid show. I'm going to give it you know, I'll get through the first season for sure. I just don't know if it's something I'm going to stick with past that. Um, it has its moments, but I don't think it's like, oh, my God, this is you have to watch this show. It's hilarious. Um, but it's that definite style robot chicken humor. Lots of like blood um, and foul language. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's entertaining for sure. You should at least check it out if you're interested in Marvel or, you know, robot chicken. Yeah, and again, it's it's a comedy series, but it's not a filthy comedy series no. like Robot Chicken is. That's something I think we should say. Right. Is that if you're looking for like Robot Chicken, like filthy, explicit type humor, you're not going to get that here. No. And I think that has something to do with Marvel, right? Yeah. Probably yeah. Tonemo. You have to tone it down a little bit here. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I'll then go into just the episode of the Bad Batch here, and I gotta say, episode four is probably like one of the better episodes so far. If if you've been watching it, the last two episodes have been kind of slow; they've only been all right. But episode four is like exactly what I want. It's got action, it's got a bit of character development, and again, you know, Omega uh, Omega is she's growing on me. I kind of don't like that. She always seems to be the damsel in distress at the moment, but she's a kid in this world where everybody's hunting for her. So I guess it makes sense in that point. I just hope later in the series, she ends up being a bit more useful to the bad batch. Okay. So better than the last two. Yeah. Better than the last two for sure. This is definitely a a good episode to watch for sure. Okay. Uh, Finished up demon slayer. If we want to go to Craig's anime corner real quick, yeah. um, I'm done. I'm ready to watch the movie. I will say now that I have finished the whole thing, I enjoy the season very much. Did not enjoy it enough for me to be like, I need to go see this movie in theaters, but I am excited to see it when it comes out, whenever that is on Blu-ray or digital or whatever. I just don't think I'm ready to commit to that type of crowd in a theater, <laughs> if I'm yeah. being honest. But um, the story was fantastic. Uh, I think, you know, for the most part, the characters, almost all of them are enjoyable. There's a few that are annoying, but I mean, they're supposed to be annoying. So I'm not going to knock them for being annoying. Uh, I think part of it, too, maybe that I'm watching with, you know, English voice actors and they tend to be a little bit more obnoxious than uh, watching it with subtitles. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. Again, the art style is fantastic for the first real anime series in a long time for me to dip back into. I think this was a fantastic starting point. So uh, overall, you know, a, a solid for me, like probably seven or eight out of ten. Cool. I think Perfect. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Demon Slayer deserves the hype it got in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. And, you know, uh, all I can do is wait for you to watch the movie. And I'm interested <laughs> to see where, where you end up being with that. Because what's nice is you won't have to wait as right. long as everybody else did for the movie. The digital is supposed to come out sometime in June. OK, so you you won't have a long time to wait, which will be nice for you. Yeah, that's good. And, and then I'll be ready for season two. Exactly. Yeah. And then D and then the red, then the red light district after the movie. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm just happy that demon slayer was kind of the one that you fell into and that you enjoyed. Yep. And now it's just a matter of what the next thing you're going to try is food wars. So, no, I already watched one episode <laughs> and that was enough. <laughs> you didn't I'll find, need I'll find something else though. I'm sure something else will pop up that I'll be like, all right, I'll try this one. Yeah. So let's go ahead into uh, you want to go into Army of the Dead here? Yeah, let's do it. OK, so Army of the Dead is the new movie directed by uh, Zack, Snyder. Zack Snyder. And I'm going to get the cast here. Dave uh, Batista. Yep. Yep. Dave <laughs> Front Batista and center. Dave Batista. Before and- before we get too far into it, too, I will preface by saying that Dawn of the Dead, which was also Zack Snyder way back in the day. It's my favorite zombie movie of all time. So my bar for this movie was extremely high, but continue. Yeah. Yeah. So overall for this game, uh, or sorry, movie there, Dave Batista is kind of the well-known actor here. You yep. know, um, Ella Purnell, like a lot of these actors I'm looking at, actually a lot of them I don't recognize. Yeah. So it's a lot, it's a lot of new performances here. I know Ana de la uh, Regatta. I've seen her in other movies as well. Uh, you have uh, Hiroyuki Sonata in yep. here as well. Very small role, but that's that's what I'll say. But there. funny, but funny. Yeah, his role is good. And overall, uh, I I enjoy the movie. It's not anything I think is super thought provoking. I don't think this is Zack Snyder's best work. Right. Um, but maybe I might be being a bit too hard on him with how well Justice League ended up coming out. So. Yeah. All, all I can really say is, you know, if you're with friends and you're watching a movie, I think this is a good time. Uh, the movie starts off, I think, really high, especially with its intro, yep. but then kind of dramatically falters until you get to the ending where all the action and shooting happens. Yeah, the intro is on par with the Dawn of the Dead intro. He did the same thing with like music playing in the background and setting everything up. I think the Dawn of the Dead one was done a little bit better. Um, the action and the like the set pieces in this movie, I think are fantastic. I enjoyed that Dave Batista. They didn't rely on him using like wrestling moves. Um, it's a lot of like he's using a gun, which would make sense. And then like a knife when the zombies get too close. The movie is extremely gory, um, extremely, which is good. That's what you want in this type of movie. Um, the story just made no sense to me. It was uh, the story is disappointing. First and foremost, you have this setup for why they're going in, right? They're going to get this money out of the vault in the casino. And at the end of the day, when you get to the end of the movie, nothing really changed, right? They're kind of right back where they started. Um, The middle, like after the intro and once they introduce all the characters, I think went on too long. It's the same thing with Zack Snyder for me is if we saw what he originally filmed for this movie, like this movie is two and a half hours. But I guarantee you he filmed probably close to four hours um, just because there's stuff in the trailer that aren't in the final movie. And if we were to see the Zack Snyder cut of Army of the Dead, it'd probably be much, much better. But again, he goes through and he, you know, he always does this. He films a ton and then he has to cut it down to make it fit. And he his choice of things to cut are so weird to me that like just kind of throw the movie off. So if I could see the Snyder cut of this. I would be all about it. But as it stands, I was kind of disappointed with the movie overall. But again, if you're just there to watch zombies die in action pieces, it's fine. Yeah. 
yeah, that's that's pretty much what you're getting here. I will say I did want like one Batista bomb, like that would <laughs> that would have been good, and then just like have fireworks going off in the background, just a tiny nod. <laughs> but Dave Batista, I know his wrestling days have been long behind him, so he probably yep. actually doesn't want to do that stuff anymore. Yeah, probably not. But I thought like overall. Like some of the characters I think are better than others. I really like the Guzman character. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of like YouTuber that shoots the zombies for fun and gets views out of it. I like Ana de la uh, Regatta. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Dave Batista's daughter, the Kate Ward. <laughs> and I, it's nothing against the actress there. I think she I think she did fine. I just don't like the way I guess Zack Snyder wrote her character out. But yeah, that's, yeah. It's it's a fun movie if you don't want to think. Yeah. <laughs> if, we, if you're just willing to forget. There's just so much that like I could break apart this movie, but I will like at the bare minimum, you don't need different types of zombies for a zombie movie like this. I, I don't need alpha zombies who are smart. You just need like lots of zombies. Right. I don't, it just didn't make sense at this point. Like they weren't even zombies anymore. They were just like a mutated race of humans because they were so smart. And, you know, there's stuff with like a baby zombie that was out of nowhere that didn't go anywhere. Um, there's mentions of the zombies that shriveled up in the sun and they're like, oh, man, if it rains, you should see that. And you're like, oh, sweet. We're going to have this scene where it rains. Never happens. So it's yep. just a lot of like wasted opportunity. Um, yeah, you just don't you don't need super intelligent zombies. I think that kind of ruins the whole point of a zombie movie. I absolutely agree. Yeah. I mean, six out of 10. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm in the same boat there. I yeah. might give it a seven cause I'm not as harsh on movies most of the time. Yeah. And last thing I want to talk about is Castlevania season four. Okay. And Oh my God. It's so good guys. You <laughs> should absolutely watch uh, Castlevania. And I know it's another animated series and Barry, Barry's anime corner, I guess, but yep. Castlevania, like you don't really need to know anything about the games. And I think that's what I like about this series so much. I don't, I haven't, I've never played the Castlevania games. Of course, like I've dabbled in them, but I never finished them. Mm-hmm. But each of the three main characters gets time to shine. The action sequences are spot on. And I'm going to say, if you watch season two and you like how season two ended season four, does that again like it um the last two episodes are these huge set piece episodes where kind of everything comes together and you're just watching it and all because there's like so much going on and it i can't can't explain how awesome it is and you know there there's everything here there's a lot of happiness there's sadness because it is like a really grim dark series it's pretty gory too especially in animated wise but you know, I, I can't say enough about how I I'm really glad like this series got its chance to shine. I just really want more people to watch it because it is it's really good. And I know the animated stuff turns people off a lot of the time. But, you know, these these are just as good as filmed TV shows that you watch on there. Like there's no doubt in my mind that if you get into it and give the show a chance, it's going to impress you because they're really the the animated characters act the same way as real people in a lot of ways. And the fantasy story of like magic vampire hunters um, and like these and like the public and like the bishops and the church being evil. It's all really, really good. I can't, can't express enough how much I liked it. Uh, see season four, like at the end of it, I was like, this is like the, this is a proper send off. Mm-hmm. Unlike, you know, game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think if they would have tried to do it live action, I think it would have went the way of like the Witcher series, which was kind of meh, right? But I think you can do so much more when it's animated for a lot less, too. Yeah, and well, the thing is with the Witcher is like the Witcher is so popular. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just because it's one of those things where it's live action and people like that more. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you get the Game of Thrones feel from the Witcher. Yeah, but that's because it's animated. People are like, oh, there's no way like there's no way it reaches the heights of some of this stuff, because overall, like the better series is Castlevania, but more people watch The Witcher. Like, that's just it's just the way people view stuff. And it's yeah, Castlevania, man, it's 
you know, you can you can finish season one in less than two hours. It's yeah. like four episodes. Super short. And, and you're gonna know you're gonna know if you like it. And season two, season three, season four, they all do this wonderful, fantastic stuff. It's I can't recommend it enough. Castlevania, you should be watching. Like I agree. I just have to get through season three still. I was super bummed when I realized I wasn't caught up, but we'll get there. I'll get through it. <laughs> yep. But with that, that's going to be it from us. We're going to end it here. I do want to thank you guys for listening and make sure if you do like it, please make sure you share it with your friends who maybe have the same interest with movies, video games, or video game news. We have a Twitch channel, which we've been streaming on a lot more, and we really appreciate all the help we've been getting with like uh, people watching Again, yeah. we really appreciate that so far. We have a Facebook, a Twitter, and an Instagram. We also have the High Sensitivity Gaming website where you can find some of our impressions and reviews on there. We also, next week, we have E3 coming up. So expect yep. a lot more content out of us coming up next week. And I'm really excited for that time. So with that, thanks for watching. and We'll see you guys next time. See you later.